We'd like to welcome you back to our current event and weekly Bible study for March 25th, 2018, and continuing on with these Q squared, that's what he was referring to, this insider or group of insiders, Q squared. Uh, the other Q post that everybody's talking about, uh, they're very much sis, boom, ba, rah, rah, rah. We've got this all under control. Um, all the things that are happening are by design. Trump's going to indict all these people. And I'm very reluctant to buy into that. Uh, that's why I haven't said anything about him. I uh, hope, hope it happens. Really do. Really do. But until I see evidence of Trump moving in a righteous direction, particularly after he's made this 180, since the, um, not to say he was perfect before that, but since the uh, gun control meeting with uh, Pelosi, or Dianne Feinstein, where he made the really the big 180 turn, uh, until I see a different direction, I hope I can report back to you at some date and say I was wrong, it was all true, the indictments are all going through, Hillary's going to prison, uh, but it, that is not what we're seeing right now. That is not the obvious course of, and the thing is, is if people give Trump a pass and just say, okay, well, okay, I'm not going to say anything because he's Trump and he's above reproach and he's done a lot of good stuff or whatever, then there's really no chance of that probably happening. His base needs to uh, revolt against what he's doing right now. They need to send a very, because I'll tell you what, the other side's sending a very clear message that they're going to take over the 2018 midterm elections. They're going to they're gonna make sure that they pack the polls and with their vote rigging, they're going to make sure that they get every single... They're going to take back Congress and Senate. I mean, that's what they're basically saying. And they're going to try to get him impeached. Trump. They're very motivated now. They got overconfident uh, and complacent when, when Trump went in. I mean, they had already... The, the, the champagne was on ice and everything. Hillary was already on the cover of many magazines they were going to print regarding, you know, she won or whatever. That didn't happen. That sent a huge shock to them. Now they're the ones that are very motivated. Whereas before, Trump's base, the right was a lot more motivated. Now it's kind of the opposite. And you know, now they're you know, marching by the thousands in the streets to take away our gun rights. And we're going to talk about that soon as well and how that all relates to this. But going back to this, these, the Q squared post, continuing on with the whole playboy angle uh, there's going to be this interview tonight on 60 minutes the stormy daniels affair and that's what her 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 pornographic stage name is stormy daniels okay uh, affair is being kept in the media spotlight for various reasons <clears throat> the public is now is being exposed to trump the philandering husband now now in addition the playmate of the year karen mcdougall is also come out and I, I watched some of the clips of her. And she's not really doing it. Like Stormy Daniels, it appears to me much more of a vindictive angle. This other one, this Karen McDougal, it doesn't come off as being near as vindictive at all, really. I mean, um, she's very calm, cool. She said how she felt bad for melania and this and that and that this was going on while they were while he was married to melania and but it's just more stuff to discredit him okay if the directors of the new <clears throat> israeli psyop wanted to they could parade many more though and i believe they could and this is how they do it they maintain a steady stream of bad press so the victim is on edge they never know when the other shoe will drop however in trump's case they have all the goods the most incriminating evidence, both real and fabricated, would end his presidency, and he knows it. This is how they keep politi politicos all over the world dangling from a string. Trump has had much more interaction with young women over his entire life. Uh, there's been He has been in countless compromising positions, literally and figuratively. The Mossad, 
Mossad owns his entire life, meaning the synagogue of Satan, Mossad. They own his life in his file, his entire file. End of fourth message. So here's the fifth message. Remember, Trump would not have beat Hillary were it not for Israel. Now, he's, he's giving Israel the credit for Hillary. I'm not saying I agree with every single thing I'm saying here. Okay, This is what his take is. Israel controls such more than they've been given credit for and blamed for. The statewide voting systems are a cinch for those cyber cracker jacks. Once they put Trump in the White House, what else could be expected? War, war, and more war, particularly for Israel. But again, I'm, I'm kind of wondering, why wouldn't they have wanted to put Hitler? Hillary would have went along with that. You know, act like she would have been against it. I don't know, that doesn't make any sense. But anyway, and only the U.S. military machine can do that. Meaning more war for Israel. What you are now seeing is a steady drumbeat for war across the USA. The Warhawks are being brought back in by Trump to lead the charge. Remember, all these people that were that were were just appointed in like the last week over the firings that Trump made, they're all gigantic neocon warhawks. Okay? They're doing this on purpose. They're putting all these people around Trump because they're gonna get us into World War Three. There's all this stuff now where Trump, he, in fact, it was in today's Drudge Report. Um, I'll just click on that real quick. Uh, I, I can't locate it right this second. It was top of the thing last night uh, where Trump was um, going after the Russians because of the supposed, um, the Russians killed some spy i think in england poisoned him and he was gonna pull our diplomats or something or their diplomats out of here i don't know but that that the rhetoric seems to be ratcheting up regarding that and you would you would expect to see that if trump was being controlled by the synagogue of satan if trump was being put in a position where he's posturing for more war now, this whole Kim Jong-il thing, where he's going to be meeting or whatever, that doesn't seem to line up with that. That might also be another reason that all of these affairs and stuff are coming out, because maybe they don't want him to pursue that. Maybe they want war with North Korea. I mean, that's a big plan that I saw in the whole thing, build up to World War III, that the Illuminati have had in the works for decades, that North Korea was going to play a major part. I don't see how Trump making peace with Kim Jong-il and him uni and him being the um, thing, the main centerpiece of uniting North and South Korea, I don't see how that figures into the Illuminati's game plan. Doesn't make any sense. Again, is that a big reason why all of this breakneck stuff is coming out with all these Playboy models? And, and, and also, you know, this big 180 that we've seen him make. I don't know. I'm speculating, but it makes you wonder. Going forward here. <clears throat> um, what you're seeing now is a steady drumbeat, drumbeat for war across the USA. The Warhawks are being brought back in the Trump administration to lead the charge. These are the same chicken hawks that were under George W. Bush. They never saw an American war they didn't like. Trump has signed every defense appropriation bill because of this push for war he has mentioned the need to strengthen america's military every week and he just signed the big the omnibus spending bill that that was his big reason that he gave that he signed it was because it fun, it funds the military and without that the military whatever shuts down okay it also gives 500 million dollars to planned parenthood so we're going to talk about that <laughs> Because, you know, you got to have Planned Parenthood funded. I mean, if that's if that doesn't bring a curse on his presidency, I don't know what will. I don't care what his intentions are. I don't care if he had a gun to his head. I don't. I want to give them a dime. I let her shut down, but that's me. I mean, I probably would, you know, you know, probably not be a great president for a lot of reasons. Um, not for the, the Illuminati, that's for sure. Anyway, um, going forward here, He's signed every defense appropriation bill because of this push for war. He has mentioned the need to strengthen American military every week. He has stacked his key appointments since day one with flag officers. I mean, look how many generals and stuff he's had in there. 
Um, some of these are even on active duty. Many of them you don't even know, meaning they're in other parts that he's in other parts of the government that he's positioned them in. Nor do you know where they work in the West Wing. The whole executive branch is being hardened for war. Now, this would make much more biblical sense to me. How are we going to get from here to World War III? Well, you obviously preposition people that are war hawks in your administration in order to get you there. Okay? If not a regional war in the Middle East, then a hot phase of World War III. All of these war plans are being coordinated with NATO. The UK has taken the lead. As a, see, that's why this so rang true to me. When I read this, I'm like, man, this so rings true, what this guy is saying. Or woman, I don't know who it is, but... Or maybe group of people. Maybe they're Martians. I don't know. Who knew? <clears throat> so, going forward here. The UK is always is taking the lead as always selected countries in the eu are also being prepped germany france netherlands belgium italy all the usual militaries okay end of fifth message here's the sixth message how does trump get out of this one where do they have him right now they really do have him where they want him Trump is a peacemaker at heart. His inaugural address speaks volumes about his truest intentions. However, he underestimated the power of the deep state. Trump also did not realize that he would have to sign a contract. This is interesting. As the CEO of the United States Government, Inc., and that's the whole thing about how we're actual corporation, we're not really a country. You could go all the way, I think that was like 1933 or whatever, when they took us off the gold standard or whatever. That's a whole other thing. But as the CEO of the United States Government, Inc., he was forced to sign a contract that every POTUS, meaning President of the United States, when I say that word, that's what it means, signs when they are sworn in. Not only does the presidential candidate promise not to prosecute any former POTUS, or V POTUS, meaning Vice President, etc., they agreed to many more unsavory things. This is why, and he really signed this, all this talk about these sealed indictments, all of that, and I hate to say this, and I hope it's not the case, but all this stuff with QAnon and all these sealed indictments and how Hillary's going to go down and how all these, the, the Bush is going to go down and how Obama and them are going to go down, all of it is a total lie. And all of it's being done and given to the Patriot Movement in order to give us, make us all feel warm and fuzzy and to hurry up and wait. The Calvary's on the way when the Calvary's never going to get here. The only Calvary that's on the way is Jesus Christ when he returns. And in the meantime, occupy till I come, basically, as the Bible talks about. Be a good soldier. To live, as to, to live as Christ and to die as gain. Absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may, may be able to withstand the wiles of the devil. I'm not saying we wouldn't do that in any case, but I'm just saying that, you know, <clears throat> the QAnon stuff, that's, that's the theme. The theme is we've got it under control. The indictments are there. We're just crossing the T's, dotting the I's. It's a done deal. Just be patient. And, and I've heard this over and over. Enjoy the show. Enjoy what show? I haven't seen any. I've been hearing these types of rumors ever like 20 years at least. 20 years. Now, let's say it did happen. There's a whole other twist on this that I rarely got into that I have mentioned on rare occasions in the past where you could have all the bad guys, supposedly bad guys, going away or going down and then a new regime being set in place. But it would be in concert with, guess who? The Ascended Masters coming back and making everything right. 
And there's a movement called Nisera, which has been around for decades and decades and decades, which purports that that is exactly what is going to happen. And that they're going to be the ones that take down the cabal, the even, evil, wicked cabal. And these good guy, ascended master cats are going to all come back and make everything idyllic, with Maitreya as being one of them. Now, what if you have that scenario? Maybe that scenario will play out at the end of World War III. I think that would be a more likely scenario. Because then they could make their big grand debut on the heels of World War III where everybody would be desperate for any kind of change. I think that's when it would happen. But they're saying, Nisera's saying, Sananda Emmanuel, the master Jesus, the false Jesus, has made, I've been reading them, has, has made, because this, I mean, I've do, I'm doing more research now than I've ever done before in the whole history of my, of my ministry. I am literally up to my eyeballs in this stuff now trying to keep up. All I'm giving you here is a synopsis every week to every other week of what I'm doing. And they've been saying that, don't worry, Calvary's... Now, they've been saying this for years. They're a bunch of fork-tongued lying devils. You know what I mean? I mean, if you were all-powerful Sananda Emmanuel, who, who, who looks just like the Jesus in all the pictures in the Catholic churches and in the churches across America, looks just like them. Master Jesus is what he calls himself. If you were the real deal, why wouldn't you get these, these prophetic utterances you're giving all the time? Why wouldn't they come to pass? You lie all the time, and you just expect your followers just to believe that, you know, you're all powerful, and you're coming back in any second or whatever, and you're going to make everything right. When you've been saying this garbage for decades, you're a fork-tongued liar from the pit of hell. But they've been, oh yeah, I've been reading their posts too. Because they post. They post. Absolutely. They don't post every day. Well, at least not where the, the things that I'm checking, but they post. And they're saying that's what they're going to do. So I'm wondering that if any of this stuff with QAnon, because they're basically saying, they're basically trying to put themselves on the coattails of QAnon. Saying, well, when these indictments pop off, and all these bad guys go to jail, and all these Satanists and child sex traffickers and all these pedophiles go to jail. We're going to basically come in and offer humanity all these goodies, and we're going we're, we're the reason that it all happened, obviously. They're going to take credit for all of it. And that we're going to take you from the old world order into the new world order, where you shall be as gods. And that's what they're saying. So... Please bear in mind that even if the seal indictments start popping off, be very, very, watch very carefully to see who ends up taking credit and who ends up coming on the scene. Now, as a watchman, I'm trying to give you the possible different scenarios that may occur. The Sananda angle, and you can just key in Sananda or Master Jesus in the keyword search box. I've talked about him many, many times in teachings I've done. Uh, th that'll kind of give you the whole scenario. Um, there's a very gigantic religious aspect to it. I mean, the Muslims are even expecting Jesus to come back, but they expect him to come back with their Imam Mahdi, which is their awaited savior. And he's going to be like, the Imam Mahdi's like little, like Robin, like Batman and Robin. He's going to be like Robin to Batman. They're expecting him to come back. They are. It's, it's, in, their, it's in their unholy writings. And then you have Maitreya. That's a whole other ball of wax. He's going to come back. Maitreya, M-A-I-T-R-E-Y-A, I don't know. Devil Betraya. Anyway, key it in the search box. If you want to know more about that. I mean, I think he, I still to this day think that he is a candidate for Antichrist. Or maybe the false prophet. I'm not saying he is. I'm not giving any kind of whatever. You know, I, I see this stuff now where it's now Trump's the Antichrist. Okay, all right. How is he going to prove his lineage back to King David? An unbroken lineage. Because the, the Jews will have to have all this in place. I do not see how Trump can do this. I don't see it. I don't see how Trump... And, there, and there, there's a lot of ministers up there now, just like there was with Obama, just like there was with Prince Charles, and they put all their eggs in one basket and said, Nope, Trump's the Antichrist. Well, what about when you said Obama was the Antichrist? Well, I was wrong. Well, you weren't hearing from God, evidently. 
That's why it's real important what you get really dogmatic about when it's not dogmatically clear. I never got dogmatic about Matreya. I, I think he's a great candidate. I think he's going to play a part in the end-time deception at bare minimum regarding the Ascended Masters. They've been saying they're going to be coming back since, for over 100 years. You go all the way back to Helena Petrova Blavatsky. Mount of Blavatsky, who's whose writings inspired Alice Bailey, who's inspired all of the stuff with the UN, the U, the, 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 the literal dogma, the literal, literal religious dogma that the UN bases itself off of, and the UN is the coming one world government. Who are they? I mean, you would want to look at the UN to see what they believed, wouldn't you? Alice Bailey, Madame Blavatsky. You go up on the recommended reading list of Maitreya, that's what you'll see. Total Luciferian Satanists. But no, no, there's 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 preachers up there. No, there now I've I've seen it. You know, Trump's the Antichrist. He's the uh... remember the Antichrist, the false prophet, are going to come up all signs and lying wonders. Have you seen Trump doing any of that lately? He's caught in all of these sex scandals. He's been discredited. I mean, come on! You're telling me he's going to come as the Antichrist? Now all of a sudden he's going to be. He's going to elevate and he's going to start doing signs and line wonders and miracles. And he's going to, he's going to have this big religious, but he's never had a religious bone in his body. Up until when he's got an office and then supposedly he's a Christian. I hope he is, but you know, I don't want to judge, but I'm just saying, I mean, come on, come on guys. Really? He's the antichrist. Well, before him, it was Obama. And I and I lost tons of listeners because I would I would refute that Obama could possibly be, the Antichrist. I, I I did a whole teaching on it, and it's the same reasons that Obama couldn't be the Antichrist is Trump is not can't be the Antichrist basically. Just just key on Antichrist in the keyword search box and continue for truth and just apply those very same tenets to Trump. So, anyway, going further. Um, Trump is a peacemaker at heart. His inaugural address speaks volumes about his truest intentions. I hope that's the case. I really do. Uh, going further, and I, I had already said all that. Any violation of this contract that he signed, okay, this as the CEO of the U.S. government, occurs upon pain of death or worse. Uh, that's why Trump changed so much once he entered the Oval Office. No person on earth could resist the dictates of the shadow government. This isn't City Hall. This isn't the U.S. federal government. Now what can he do? That's the end of the sixth message, okay? So then the, here, here is the seventh message. And it says Trump knows that he will lose his base if he starts a war. Any war and Trump is toast. Well, I mean, I think that if they... Prove that, okay, or falsely proved that we were attacked unprovoked as provocation. That would be a different story, just like they did, you know, well, you could go back and look at the start of a ton of different wars. They were false flags that started them, and it was actually, you know, our side had a lot to do with that provocation. All the false flags that got us into wars is the point I'm trying to make. So, anyway, his constituents voted for a peacemaker, not a war maker. If he proceeds down the current path, his term, is, his term will be ended. Trump cannot fight both the left and the right at the same time. If he betrays his base, he will never be reelected, which he's already doing. If he fires one more missile in the wrong direction, he's history. Trump knows it. His team of patriots know it. So, do the White Hats. His handlers know this, but they don't care. His handlers being the synagogue of Satan. Okay. Trump is expendable since they put Pence right next to him. Pence will prosecute any war he's handed. Trump knows this, and I totally believe that. I, I've said that guy's a devil from the get-go. This is why he's between a rock and a hard place. That, among many reasons. That's the end of the seventh message. Nothing occurs in the White House without Israel knowing. And again, that's synagogue of Satan. Actually, the neocon Zionist knew well in advance of any presidential initiative. This is the way it's been since Kennedy. And that is why POTUS must sign the contract. They don't want another JFK, and that includes Trump. JFK was going seriously off the rails, and that's why they assassinated him. I mean, he was going to bring us back, you know, on, you know, a, 
a uh, precious metal back um, will keep us on the silver standard. Okay, bring back gold. I mean, there was a lot of stuff Kennedy was going to do that got him killed. And they don't want Trump turning into a Kennedy, is the point here. Which means that Trump will soon be forced to make decisions that violate his promises. He's already doing that. He's already doing that, I mean, amazingly. <laughs> and I don't mean in a good way. With the warmongers assembling quickly, they are on a serious mission. That was the end of the eighth message. Here's the ninth message. Spring 2018, which is what we're going into right now, is to be their chosen time frame to stage a major conflict. The warmongers are now out in force. Just like the Iraq war, the same chicken hawks are squawking loudly. First, they use the left and the media to incite war against Russia. Uh, before that, they use the right to promote war on Iran. All the while, the Zionists waged an apocalyptic war against Syria. And we did several studies on Syria. Uh, all the garbage that was going on there. North Korea was thrown into the mix of dangerous regimes. The same neocon Zionist warmongers even conjured up the new axis of evil. And I'm not saying all those countries are perfect either, because they're not, obviously. There's a lot of wickedness within China, obviously, and within Iran, and within Russia, okay? It's not like we're like this horrible whatever in there, but, you know, I, I, I think you're probably getting the point he's trying to make here, though. Um, Trump himself was used to trumpet Iran, North Korea, Syria as the greatest enemies to humanity. Uh, now he's expected to perform on his false and empty proclamation. What is he going to do? If he breaks the central campaign promises that got him elected, he's history. Unfortunately, the Bolton appointment proves that Trump is being blackmailed. Many other recent appointments indicate the same. These bad actors are taking center stage for a specific reason. Each of them is being used to provide Trump cover. They will tell us the decisions to go to war are not his. Okay, that would make sense. They are the best advice of his top advisors and military brass. This is how they will march President Donald Trump to war, and how he will be used to march America to war. Whether Trump marches to the beat of a different drummer remains to be seen. End of ninth message. The bottom line is that President Donald Trump is undoubtedly susceptible to blackmail and coercion. This perilous vulnerability is clearly Trump's Achilles heel. It's also why he was permitted his presidential victory. Um... State of the Nation wrote about this stark reality back here in January where it was entitled, and they give you a link here, Stormy Daniels PSYOP, Why, Now, and Who is Behind It? So they were on top of this before probably about anybody else. Um, this situation is much more serious than meets the eye. The world is being set up for World War III as we write this. Hence, every American is now obligated to act with conviction and deliberate speed to prevent yet another neocon Zionist war. Everyone needs to be seriously considered that Trump is being blackmailed right now. Again, this is how you should direct your prayers, I think. If it be possible. If it be the Lord's will. Okay? Because I don't know. I mean, it, it, this may be God's part of God's plan to, you know, the world's reaping what it sows, and, you know, you got millions and millions of babies that have been slaughtered just from the abortion mills alone in America. Um... Since Roe versus Wade and they took prayer out of the school and then all the other abominations that are going on, you know, it, it may not be God's will for for um, you know for us to not go in that direction. I, I don't know. I mean, I couldn't blame God. That's for sure. So he's being blackmailed, though. When this is surely the case, Trump needs the help of we the people more than ever. He can't do this alone. The American republic can only be saved by god trump has already done more to liberate the u.s citizenry than anyone else in history and he has done a lot of good so you know again and that's why i didn't want this to just come off like okay i'm gonna go into an absolute trump tirade bashing session i kind of know i've done that in the last couple teachings because of all the overt things he's doing but this helps to make sense of why he's doing it you know End notes to this. It says that except regarding the contract signed by every POTUS since President John F. Kennedy, Exer, regarding the contract signed by every POTUS since John F. Kennedy, the one with the, uh, for regarding the, as the CEO of the corporation in the United States, uh, this is from a 
a report that says Donald Trump is in serious trouble if he really is his own man. From that report, it says they will go so far as to make Trump sign a confidential contract, which they can and will enforce in a number of ways. That contract includes a strict promise not to prosecute any former president for war crimes or any other high crimes or misdemeanors. As a matter of fact, every single president since JFK has been forced to sign such a contract, which is broken upon pain of death. Furthermore, according to the contract, Donald Trump would essentially agree to follow the dictates of the shadow world government so that the compromises as president would start to come fast and furiously and fairly soon after his inauguration. In other words, the biggest campaign promises will be broken and forgotten as though he never made them. Now, I wasn't even going to cover this, but I need to because this is <laughs> this starts tomorrow, okay? Which by the time you hear this is probably going to be the 26th or maybe after that. And it and I'm only going to do one small blurb on this because this is kind of it, it does kind of relate to this because they really want they w may really want Trump in line prior and this is actually, the Stormy Daniels interview is happening tonight, which is the 25th. Tomorrow, and a lot of you are not aware of this, I bet, China will start to openly trade the yuan for crude oil on tomorrow. Now, this is, they've known about this for months and months and months. Okay? Will China destroy the petrodollar? I have told you over and over for years, probably a good decade, that the only thing, really the main, main thing propping the U.S. dollar up is because oil worldwide is, is denominated in U.S. dollars. That's how they trade it, in U.S. dollars, the petrodollar, okay? It's also the world's reserve currency, kind of as a result of that, I believe. I've talked a lot about the, what China may do and how they might get the the um, yuan or the renminbi or whatever as the world's reserve currency. We've talked a lot about that. hasn't happened at this point, thank God. Of course, I mean, I'm saying that, for, I guess, from a self-centered standpoint, you know. But because once the dollar collapses, obviously, it's game over for America in particular. So I, I, that's self-centered, I mean, to say that. But... Um, China, the China's yuan will open tomorrow and start officially trading the yuan and or gold. Gold, um, they're saying it's gold and the yuan for oil. Which has to almost invariably have some type of devastating effect on the dollar. I mean, if it didn't, I don't know how it could not. I just, I don't know. So let's just, I'm just going to play about six minutes of this so you're aware of this. So if you see, I mean, the stock market's been taking plunge after plunge after plunge. I, I don't even know what this is going to do. Okay. And they may really want Trump absolutely 100% lockstep in line prior to this date. And it may be the very reason why the Stormy Daniels interview is happening tonight on the eve of this to send another reminder to him that we've got a lot on you and it can all come out and you will be gone if it comes out. Now, another news uh, today, there are some changes at the top in the world's second largest economy with China unveiling its leadership team for the next five years. By the end of the year, Beijing also plans to pay for oil using its own currency, undermining the supremacy of the U.S. petrodollar on the energy. Now, this was, just so you know, this was actually recorded on October 25th of last year. Okay, so this is something that, that it's just happening now, but this is all this, the rumblings of what could happen leading up to this and that when it does happen. I mean, all of the, all of the, um, the headlines are RIP Petrodollar, um, China's attack of the dollar, what does it mean? March 26, 2018, what will it mean to the Petrodollar? Uh, gold in 2018 and the end of the Petrodollar. Uh, dollar valueless dollar will be valueless about to crash world bank whistleblower uh ine inevitable collapse of the u.s dollar. remember they print money out of thin air the federal reserve 
There's nothing federal about the Federal Reserve. It's a private corporation. It's a part of the International Monetary Fund. It's a basically, and the IRS is just a private debt collection arm of the International Monetary Fund, of something that's totally not even federal. It's just basically the world bankers and the uh, Illuminati that own it. I've gotten into this before. So tomorrow may be a really gigantically big deal. I don't know. I mean, you never know. Maybe they'll find some way of finagling or whatever around it. But I don't see how this ends well for the United States at all. And if they could collapse the dollar, the middle class, which is the main goal of what they want to topple, may cease to exist post-haste very quickly because if you're heavily invested in 401ks stocks bonds bank accounts whatever and it's all denominated in US dollars that could be of very little value in a very short period of time potentially I think that's always been part of the plan when you print money out of thin air with nothing backing it, eventually something's got to give. I've been saying this for decades at this point. So, let's go further. Market. Well, I spoke to Jacqueline Vuga about China's future. So this lineup unveiling has given us a clear glimpse into China's political future, just not in the traditional manner, not in the way anyone expected. The entry comes from the fact that the other six men on this committee, along with Xi, usually one of them is a clear successor to the party chair that happened with Xi himself, with his predecessor. But this time around, all six of those men were born before 1960, which according to an albeit unwritten rule, means that all of them would be too old to take over for Xi in 2022. And that, of course, fuels already rampant uh, suspicion that she might seek to hold that position for longer than the two-term framework, as has happened in the past. Xi being the, the president of China, okay? So this is another thing we've heard a lot lately, that, that he may um, basically be trying to get in there for life. Like, it's supposed to only be two terms, but, you know, then you get into the whole dictator thing where, you know, that, when you give somebody that kind of power, unlimited power for life, then, you know, they always, invariably, they always turn into some type of despotic, overt dictator, which would be very bad. So all this really cements Xi's uh, grasp on power and his legacy. And while obviously a lot can change in the next five years, nobody has a crystal ball to know what will really happen. It's clear that all this groundwork is being laid for Xi to not fade into the background anytime soon. So that's the leadership. But another major topic is China's economy and the, the growing use of its own currency in global trade. Yeah, Beijing is, is in fact looking to introduce a new way to price oil as early as this year in their own currency. Up till now, the U.S. dollar has been the only currency with which large-scale purchases of oil were conducted, hence the term petrodollar. But now it's the idea of the petro yuan that's being introduced, which would, of course, mark a significant dent in the U.S. dollar's global dominance. Now, the move will allow China's trading partners to pay with either gold or to convert the yuan into gold, cutting out the U.S. dollar out of question altogether. And frankly, it's a logical move for China because they're, of course, the world's largest oil importer. For example, just last year, China spent over 100 billion U.S. dollars on oil. So in theory, if they manage to make those purchases in yuan in the future, that would mean a huge chunk of U.S. change completely off the financial markets. And one can only wonder what sort of effect that will have. And of course, it's a rather... It's got to have a devastating effect on the dollar. This is one of the main things that has kept it propped up. And China, who is a gigantic player in this game, is now going to start denominating it, not with the dollar, but with the yuan. So I can't see how it's uh, going to be good. CB CN CNBC says China has grand ambitions to dethrone the dollar. It may make a powerful move this year. Well, they are. It's happening. 
ambitious undertaking and there is some doubts that trading partners will get on board to make that possible. And of course it goes uh, without saying that after four decades of the US dollar priced oil, it's not a change that will happen overnight. Okay, well uh, to discuss this a bit further now, we're joined by the host of RT's Kaiser Report, Max Kaiser. Max, good evening. Thanks for coming on. Um, we're hearing there that China looks set then to challenge the petrodollar. Why does Beijing feel the need uh, to do this? Well, first of all, they're very brave to do this because countries that have tried to exit the oil dollar matrix have met terrible ends. Of course, Saddam Hussein wanted to trade oil in Euro, so he was killed. Uh, you had uh, Muammar Gaddafi wanted to trade his energy in something other than U.S. dollars. He was killed. Now, did you hear what he just said? That's what we've done to the other countries that have tried to denominate in something other than the U.S. dollar. We just kill their leaders. It's not that easy with China, though, because the reason they were killed is because well, number one, they were trying to send a message to the rest of the countries. And two, they knew that it was going to be have a devastating effect on the dollar. They wouldn't have done something so extreme unless it was evidently a gigantic threat to the United States. Listen, there's only, you know, <laughs> uh, where I'm sitting, you know, it's like four and a half hours four and a half or five and a half, um, five and a half till midnight. They're going to do this. I mean, it's, it's not like, you know, it's not going to happen unless something unbelievable happens between, you know, today and the next, now and the next day. It's kind of a done deal. So we'll see what happens. So the track record here is pretty dire. So kudos to China for for taking this project on. And of course, they are rumored to be the big buyer in the Aramco offering of their state oil facilities coming down the pike. So this makes sense in a geopolitical sense in terms of you've got China and uh, Russia and the Saudis are looking to escape the U.S. dollar, U.S. dollar hegemony. Uh, they're looking to de-dollarize. That's a concept we see all over the world right now, as countries want to escape from the U.S. military-industrial complex. These countries around the world are tired of funding America's military adventurism by being a party to the empire of debt, as it's known around the world, uh, the U.S. dollar. Yeah, because they just print money out of thin air. They're debt instruments. There's nothing backing it. There's nothing substantial backing the dollar, just thin air. And they want to split off. They want their autonomy. China wants autonomy. Russia wants autonomy. Uh, Iran wants autonomy. They, want, they don't want to be ruled over by the U.S. dollar anymore. So this gives them away, this, this, this contract, futures contract based uh, in yuan uh, for oil, convertible into gold, means that these countries can finally, and it's been in place since the end of World War II, escape the Brenton Woods U.S. dollar hegemony, empire of date, supremacy, world reserve currency, that is the U.S. dollar, and we're in a new, a new beginning, I think. Is there anything then that the U.S. can do about this? Because it's not going to be happy that it's going to lose the petrodollar, so how would you expect it to fight back? Well, they're exactly right. They will fight back. They will start a war. You know, maybe they'll start a war. Uh, <laughs> what were we just saying? <laughs> what were we just saying? See, now it's making all the more sense even to me. Trump's done this gigantic, I mean, overt 180. Okay. He's, he's all on now with gun control. He's, he's, he's at the spear tip as far as I can see, unless he, unless he really, really backtracks what he said with um, Feinstein. I know he made some tweets or whatever, but talk's cheap. He's actually putting legislation into process now. They're going to ban bump stocks, they're, and, then, and then it's going to come anything that, that um, um, accelerates. I mean, bump stock just helps you um, fire quicker, okay? Anything that's going to increase that, they're going to ban that. It's it's just never going to end. It seems like he's really on board with all of that at this point. They he has already since this since that time put three gigantic war hawks around him that we just mentioned. Okay, that would easily bring us into a, in some type of World War Three scenario. 
they got to get us into war because war is one of the most profitable ventures that there is. In fact, the Illuminati knows that. You know, the people that profit off war make more money than anybody in any other time in history. So this is what Max Kaiser is saying here. We'll get into a war. Okay, let's say this, this happens tomorrow and it's going to. Okay, well, so what's the alternative? We need to get into war and we need to get into war quick. So that's what it looks like where we're going. Unless something miraculous happens. Between Japan and China. You know, maybe they'll start a war with North Korea. You know, America will do anything to keep the U.S. dollar as world reserve currency. Uh, they will invade a country like Afghanistan. Uh, they, they, they'll start so we can guard its poppy and steal its oil and mineral reserves and stuff like that. But nothing, because this is the basis of the U.S. empire. It's not land-based. It's not based on material goods. It's based on rent-seeking. It's based on lending dollars, getting that income. Lending dollars that are printed out of nothing. So it's a pretty good deal for the Federal Reserve and the International Monetary Fund and the Illuminati and the IRS, you know, because they're all connected. They're all part of that same thing. They lend money printed out of thin air. They get these countries massively in debt to them. They can't pay back. The, so then they go in there and they take their land. It's what they've done over and over and over. Um, there's that book, uh, Confessions of an Economic Hitman. I believe he gets into that, how they would specifically send people into like these kind of third world like countries that had all of these natural resources. And they would do this on purpose, by design, over and over and over again. And then when countries can't pay, they dismantle the assets and take them over. We saw in Latin America, South America. This is how America built its empire. The countries that are resistant to America's financial cartel are Russia, China, Iran. So now they figured out, you know what, we're going to split off from the dollar and they can do so with this new contract. And they're also, they're embracing cryptocurrencies. Cryptocurrencies in this context is another way to de-dollarize, to de-dollarize, get out of the U.S. dollar. The U.S. dollar is being held up narrowly with uh, the Pentagon's various actions around the world and a lot of market machinations from the central banks. But once the, the cat's out of the bag, you know, look for the dollar to uh, have a very significant crash. Okay, and here's another thing. A lot of uh, the alternative people in alternative media, the in insiders, have said that Donald Trump was specifically put in in order to take the fall for the coming economic American collapse. They didn't want to do that under something like Hillary, where they could actually blame it on Hillary and say, "See, look, socialism doesn't work." No, no, no. They're gonna they're gonna crash the dollar and then say socialism is what we need. See, that makes much more sense. Do it under his watch. And then blame all the patriots, the right, the, the, the um, pro-life, pro-Second Amendment, you know, pro-righteousness, Christians. Blame them collectively because they were on his side. So we'll blame you all for this. Just like we're all collectively getting blamed for Parkland when the government did the shooting. When the government was the one that had the most likely four-man SWAT or uh, kill team in there. That we're seeing coming out of the back of the building and going into that white truck with a gigantic duffel bag leaving the premises while the shooting was supposedly basically right at the tail end of it. All these kids see two, two or three shooters, you know, the real shooters actually walking out of the building. He has no SWAT clothes on or nothing. He doesn't even know what's going on. They just had to make sure he was there so they could blame him for it. I got into this in the previous studies. So we're blamed. This, the, all the people in America who have guns are blamed are all blame collectively for that, according to these brainwashed millennial and um, uh, anti-Second Amendment brainwashed devils. Devoid of truth. That have no love for truth. That wouldn't want truth. If it, they, they, they hate truth. They hate truth. They just want evil. And they want evil done to them and they want evil done to everyone else deep down. Because they're evil. So, what has Trump done? What's some other things that he's done? Well, here's one. Broken promise. Trump GOP Congress give Planned Parenthood $500 million in taxpayer funds. $500 million. 
to Planned Parenthood. Trump Speaker of the House Paul Ryan and other Republican leaders promised their voters for years that they would defund Planned Parenthood if given the chance to govern. Now, with Republican majorities in the House and the Senate, which you would think that's all they would need, and a Republican in the White House, the nation's number one killer of unborn babies will continue to receive hundreds of millions of dollars in taxpayer funding. Thank you. Thank you, President Trump. And the GOP, thank you for cursing this country all the more than it already was cursed. See, for me, that's, you know, in God's eyes, that's, for me, a big deal breaker. I don't care what the excuses were. I know, that I've, I've heard them all. Trump was, he's being blackmailed, just like I talked about. Trump um, had to do it to keep the military going. He had to do it to keep, they, he was, they, they put all this other stuff in there. I, I know, but, you know, I'm sorry. I wouldn't have done it. And you could say, well, then you would have collapsed the country. Fine. I'm not giving $500 million to those baby-killing maggots when they're not already making tons of money anyway. Like, they need that money to keep going. Give me a break. It's just pure, unmitigated greed and satanic, you know, rewards. So, yeah. Trump signs monster, monster spending bill. Trump's base revolts over signing a budget bill. Donald Trump's base of hardcore supporters is, is in an uproar over his decision to sign a $1.3 trillion spending measure, which puts more money toward walls being built in other countries than the wall that was Trump's centerpiece. Yet another betrayal. Despite suggesting he would veto, veto the bill earlier in the day, Trump signed it hours later. So he's just turning into a fork-tongued devil now. He said, oh, I'm going to veto it. Then he signs it. I can only give the guy so much of a pass. I, I just, I'm sorry, I can't. Ann Coulter went on to point out that the bill does more for building walls in other countries than the one Trump promised during his campaign. She says, quote, massive defense spending to induct transgenders, so there's, there's another abomination, and build big beautiful walls in Jordan, Lebanon, Egypt, and Tunisia, tweeted the conservative author, but, but not here, not, not America. No, we need to have our borders just wide open like they are. And then another, uh, Stephen Molyneux, who described the package as a swamp spending bill, said, it might be my memory or maybe I'm just getting hard of hearing, but I don't recall chance of, of quote, dramatically increase military funding and protect the illegal dreamers at Trump's campaign events. But that's exactly what's happening. More links. This budget blows into oblivion. Something's got to give. I mean, we're we're in so the debt is so out of control and overblown. Something's got to give. Something's got to collapse eventually. It's the biggest house of cards the world's probably ever known. And then you know what the Congress did? They gave themselves a bonus in this bill. They gave themselves a big old fat bonus because they're doing such a good job for Satan. Lawmakers had 1,000 minutes to read 2,232 pages and then vote on it. 1,000 minutes. That's all they had to decide on this 2,232-page document. Pelosi Schumer declare victory. Well, then you know it's beyond evil. And it is a victory for Satan. It is. Ann Coulter says, um, and, and this, she goes on to say this, in one generation, the U.S. will be South Africa. Now, I was going to do my South African study today. I keep wanting to get to it, but I, I just it keeps getting pushed back, what's going on in South Africa. South Africa, they're basically openly calling for the death of, of all white people, and particularly the death of the farmers, which will totally take away all their food for the black people. But the president, who's black, is openly calling and chanting for all the white farmers and whites in general just to be killed. They're colonialists and they came here and took our land all these years ago and we're getting what we deserve. And I had a listener email me and basically confirm that that's, we're getting what we deserve. The whites. 
and, and that we, we have it coming to us. Even though the whites are the ones producing like the vast majority of food and they're not trying to hurt anybody and they're just producing food and trying to make a living even though the government's made it literally virtually impossible for them to even do that at this point in South Africa. But that's all fine because that's reverse. That's the kind of racism that's, that's real and good and honorable and pleases God, right? Because it's fine when you do it to a white person. It's perfectly fine when they're the one producing the vast majority of your food and not trying to create wars and minding their own business. And many of them are Christians. It's fine to call for their deaths and chant about. Could you imagine if white people in America were doing that to blacks? Getting up on the th well, they do it to KKK means I'm talking about the president of. Can you imagine if Trump was saying he's up there dancing, he's he's jacking his knees up, kill all the blacks, kill all the blacks, and in 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 encouraging the white people to go out and hunt down and kill and not only do that but to rape their wives and their daughters and to kill them and torture them in the most brutal way you can imagine. That's what they're doing. I'll prove that in the next in that study that I do. It's all it's it's easily verifiable. Easily. But that's fine. And I had a listener tell me it's fine. And extol to be the virtues of it. it. Was one of the easiest rebuttals I've ever done in my life. He he made it so easy for me. It, it, it was it was like, you know. And you call and this person calls himself a Christian. I would think, because Whitey's getting what he deserves. Because I'm to blame, collectively, for every wicked thing that's happening in South Africa, evidently. And I'm sure that, that it will turn into an absolute blissful utopia when all the whites are killed or driven out and they have no more crops because the blacks will not go in there and take over the farms. They don't do it. I'm just, I'm just I'm saying it's a verifiable fact. They will not do it. They'll just leave those farmlands to rot. And then they'll have no food. So it'll be so much better, obviously. I mean, why wouldn't it be? And the whites are literally there in little white ghettos begging President Trump to give them a voice and get them out of there. Because I don't, I mean, I, a lot of them still want to try to get it out and stay, but I think it's pointless. Unless God intervened or something and unbrainwashed the black masses in South Africa, it's not going to happen. And I, and I don't say that to be prejudiced, but they're the, some of the most brainwashed people I've ever seen. I mean, when you have literal thousands and thousands and thousands of black people chanting and dancing with the president on stage at outdoor meetings saying, kill all the whites, what am I supposed to say? That's a good thing? Oh, I can't say anything because I'm a white person. I am sick of being politically correct. Ann Coulter says, in one generation, the U.S. will be South Africa. Trump betrayed voters with the Paul Ryan Republicanism. This is what needs to happen. Now, granted, it may not change anything, but at least it will wake some people up. It may not change Trump's course of action because it seems like he's, he's going down a very, very bad path to me. Very, very bad. New York Times bestseller author and populist conservative columnist Ann Coulter said the United States will in one generation become South Africa and I just told you what South Africa is becoming after President Trump signed off and how are they doing that well they're letting the, the illegal aliens in who are being taught to hate our guts who are being taught that they're entitled to this land that you know they're we're just the white colonists that came in and and took their land from them I mean I guess that could be said of the Native Americans here to a certain extent. But I mean, they're taught that we're the enemy. They're entitled. Um, you got the Muslims, which I mean, you know, I've done many, many teachings on them. They're, they're here to kill, slay, and the infidel. They've been, they've been pouring in. You got Black Lives Matter, who feel the same way about the white race. Um, I'm not saying everybody in, in the black race or everybody in the latino race or everybody in you know i'm not saying every one of them i'm saying though at large if you go along with the propaganda that is being taught to those races whitey is the evil 
thing that needs to be purged off the planet. Look at what's going on in Europe, if you don't believe that, where that whole thing is being in full motion. Look at what's going on in South Africa, where that is in full motion. That is what's coming to America, unless something radically changes. Going on in Canada, too. So if this was going on against another race, I would be talking about it the same way. But it just so happens to be going on regarding my race. So I'm going to talk about it. And I'm not going to apologize for it. She says the United States will in one generation become South Africa after President Trump signed off on House Speaker Paul Ryan's omnibus spending bill that does not include a single provision from the president's 70-point list of pro-American immigration reforms. See, he's really... I mean, you would think it's Hillary Clinton in the off, in the White House right now. So I think they've got to just keep this monstrosity of stuff over his head. Stormy Daniels, then the other playmate of the year. And who knows what else? I think they've really, 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 really got to just put the, just keep this 5,000 pound weight on this guy at this point to keep him in line and remind him of who he's working for. Just like the whole report that I covered says. Because he's doing things now that I can't even believe he's doing. He did, this did not include a single provision from the president's 70-point list of pro-American immigration reforms. Not one thing. He's acting no better than Obama or Hitler he is now. That's the reality of things. In an interview with Fox Radio's Tom Shuley, Coulter slammed Trump, saying he has betrayed his base of supporters by signing the omnibus without including any border wall funding, increasing increasing the catch and release. Like, we need more of that. Well, we'll just catch them and then we'll release them, the illegal aliens. We'll catch the ones that are raping everybody because they have an unbelievable propensity for raping. Um, I don't know if you knew that. The Hispanics do. They do. I mean, you, I've, I've went over it many, many times. They have an unbelievable propensity for getting into, into cars and driving drunk and killing other people. Unbelievable for that. We'll just catch and release them. Drugs, gang violence, all that stuff. We'll just catch and release them. He's increasing that. And I guess, I don't know, I guess that, that trip down to, the, down to the border was just a big uh, dog and pony show. Where he was going over all the different prototypes for the walls. He had no intention of doing any of that evidently. I don't know. What else can I think? A tree is known by its fruit. Yeah, but he's got a gun to his head. He's being blackmailed. Yeah, I know. Whatever. Right is right and wrong is wrong. So I'm supposed to give him a, a, a pardon for the rest of his term because he's doing wickedness now? No, it's not going to happen. Maybe you shouldn't have had sex with, with, I don't know, how many playmates or whatever, and they couldn't have had all this stuff on you to frame you, and you wouldn't be in this position. Also, and not adding any new deportation agents. To, oh so no, no new deportation agents, because they're totally unbelievably thin on that as well, to help deport illegal aliens living in the interior country. I can't imagine how it could be any worse, Coulter said. And this is a person that was that is has been pro-Trump. This is not a Democrat. This is a Republican, Ann Coulter, conservative author. There's zero funding for the wall. And in fact, he's prevented from putting up even one little inch from those prototypes that we were talking about just a week ago when he went down to San Diego and was on the border. No, there's none of that. No, no. Status quo, baby. Let him flow in. It's very important to Satan to get as many illegal aliens in here and as many ISIS fighters and as many MS-13 gang members and as many of the other slime bag gang, mem gang members from Mexico and uh, Central America in here as possible. So when they do go hot in their... In their war, they'll have as many satanic foot soldiers as possible. They're trying to even out the odds. They know that Americans, 
the American population of gun owners is one of the, is probably like the largest army on the planet or one of them. And they're trying to to stack the deck so that we're going to be, you know, in for the fight of our lives is what is what it seems like to me. There's zero funding for the wall. No, all he can do is build a little pedestrian fence. Nothing that he's been looking at. None of the prototypes, all totally banned. This is Ann Coulter. Coulter's referring to a provision in Ryan's spending bill that specifically bans Trump from using any of the new border wall designs his administration has commissioned, only allowing instead for previously used fencing barriers to be constructed. And you're telling me somebody hasn't got to him? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now he's on a short leash. Now he's on a short leash. And that Stormy Daniels interview tonight is just more evidence of that. See, I'm trying to tie all this together for you so it makes sense. Trump has previously noted how the fencing has not been effective in stopping illegal aliens from pouring across the southern border. Coulter says, no, the bill actually prohibits him from using any of the prototypes. It states what kind of barrier can be used, i.e. one that we're absolutely sure Mexicans can get across. Because, see, that's very important to them. He can repaint some fences, though. He can repaint them. That'll help. Coulter said, there's a fence down by San Diego border, that he, and he can repaint that. Oh, well, well thanks satan for that we can have a nice fresh coat of paint on there so that the illegal aliens will feel welcome when they're coming in here with that nice fresh coat of paint because it's not going to stop them coulter said that unlike her previous pleas to voters to vote republican over democrats and and, and again i think this is all being done by design for this very reason that she's going to state right here when it comes to the 2018 midterm elections there's no point in voting because the GOP and the Democrat lawmakers all seem to agree. This is where they wanted to get this country. Right here. Where they have no faith in Trump, no faith in the Republicans, still knowing the Democrats are evil, but what's the point? Because Satan's firmly in control, what does it matter? They're doing whatever they want anyway. Now, I'm not saying to go there. But this is, this is where they've wanted, and this is why the Bible says that Satan is going to wear down the saints from these types of tactics. Don't be weary in well-doing, though. The Bible talks about that. Don't be weary in well-doing. I'm not saying give in to it, but, I'm, but I am going to tell you what's going on and warn you about it. They seem all to agree they want open borders, cheap labor for the co-brothers, and voters for the Democrats. That's another reason they let them come in, because they'll have voting rights, all the illegal aliens. And then they'll surely win the elections, especially with their vote rigging. It's another big reason they want all these devils in here. I think we'll be, we'll all be in happy unison here for the end of America. That's a pretty strong statement. And she's conceding this. She's conceding the end of America. Now, what happens tomorrow when potentially the dollar starts to crash on top of that? What happens in, when inevitably, if things aren't quite going their way, they release a bioweapon and then say, we're, we're the only thing that's going to cure it and we have the vaccine to do it? And everybody's in panic. And, and then all of a sudden, we're under martial law. And then all of a sudden, there's no food being transported. And the water stops running. I can't even imagine. As self-centered as people are. And I'm not saying that because I think I'm perfect. But. Wow. I'm going to go ahead and end there. And um, we'll go to part three next.